It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome into the Reds Hot Stove League with Jim Day. I am Tommy Thraw, and we are going to be talking some Red Legs baseball for the next hour. Coming up shortly, we will have with us uh, Terry Hendricks. He is the Director of International Scouting for the Reds. Trey Hendricks, not Terry. Trey. Uh, reading's hard sometimes. And then we're going to have <laughs> Jeff Brantley. You all know Jeff Brantley. He is the Red single season saves leader, our good friend, and of course, Red's broadcaster. Uh, so we've got a lot to get to, Jim. Uh, the the players and the owners met last week on Thursday. It was a, a Zoom meeting. First, first time they've really met uh, since the lockout began. Yeah, and a proposal was made uh, by the owner's side uh, to the Players Association. There's not been a counter-proposal, and there's going to be many of these. I mean, then the first proposal is not one that you think is going to go through uh, on either side. And right now, it's probably a slower process than uh, people would hope for, but uh, this is kind of the way labor negotiations go. When you get down towards the deadline, that's when it will really ramp up. So, yeah. Not uh, not surprising that uh, the players weren't uh, responding right away to the first proposal. Yeah, so they will have, uh, for, from from the understanding, of course, you can get all the updates at MLB.com slash update. Mike Feinsand, of course, reporting uh, the news that we're relaying on to you from last week's meeting. Basically, the next step is what are the players going to counter with? And the, mm-hmm. you figure there'll be some back and forth before they finally reach an agreement, which will hopefully come sooner rather than later, but we'll just wait and see. Uh, Other news this week, the Reds uh, have invited some spring training non-roster invitees, and a couple of names really stand out on this list. Uh, Right-hander Graham Ashcraft. Big arm. Big power arm. Big arm. Got a little taste of him last spring. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's exciting. Keep an eye out for him. He's one of the Reds' top prospects. Remember Joel Kunal? Big Joel Kunal. From a couple of years ago, he's recovering from uh, shoulder surgery. So he is uh, going to be back in spring training. Yeah, one of those names that was on a, you know, on the Major League roster, got a taste at the Major League yep. level, and then was injured and was kind of really under the radar. And it's like, oh, wow, Joel Kunal is still in the system, obviously. Yep. And uh, so that'll be good to see him back uh, after shoulder surgery. Only pitched in four games with Louisville last year Mm -hmm. after his return, but uh, be good to see where he's at. And then lefty Nick Lodolo, high expectations for him. Of course, one of these Reds' big prospects that we will be talking about extensively. Need some lefties in there. Yes. That'll be uh, that'll be very uh, very exciting to see those guys. Other guys that uh, will be invited: left-hander Philip Deal, um, Chris Oki, and Chucky Robinson. Oki and Robinson, both catchers, that will uh, kind of help round out things there in mm-hmm. spring training. But uh, some exciting names on that list for non-roster invitees. Uh, you talked about Graham Ashcraft. He's I would put him in that category of guys that have we hear. A lot about Nick Lodolo and a lot of those other high-end prospects that the Reds have. Graham Ashcraft has kind of flown under the radar. You talk yeah. about Joel Kunal a little bit, even though we saw him a couple of years ago. 
I would put Graham Ashcraft in that category. Yeah, and you need guys, you need depth uh, in throughout the organization, and you need a a great number of guys because we've we've seen guys that have flown under the radar that all of a sudden just the light goes on. And if you have more high talented players, and you're hoping that one or two pans out, it's it's just better. I love the direction the Reds are going in in quantity and quality in the minor leagues and not trading away a bunch of prospects, building within. I think that's the direction that they need to go. And I think right now the stock in the minor leagues is improving immensely, and I think it's only going to get better. Yeah, and we're seeing And it got that. better this past week, which we're going to talk it, about. It did. Yeah, it got a lot better. Lot and better. Uh, another guy, to, by the way, on that list that I think is just a little bit more than a footnote, Philip Deal, another guy uh, also left-handed, a lot of people might not know a lot about him. He's got a little big league time with the Rockies. Uh, the Reds claimed him off waivers in April. He put up good numbers in Louisville last year. Uh, yeah. He pitched in uh, 58 games, had an ERA under two and a half. So uh, that's perhaps a guy that we will get a better look at in spring training. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that uh, he is going to be. Uh, a savior by any means, but but somebody to keep an eye on and possibly a name that you will hear uh, on the Major League roster at some point. So keep an eye on him uh, come spring training. Philip Deal, who the Reds claimed from the Rockies, 27-year-old left-hander. Speaking of the Reds getting better uh, down on the farm, this next guy knows a lot about that. That is Trey Hendricks. He is the Reds' director of international scouting. Uh, the Reds made a lot of moves uh, with the international signing period, and uh, this guy had a lot to do with it. Trey, welcome into the show. Thanks so much for taking some time to join us. And, uh, again, thanks again. Welcome in. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you having me on and uh, excited to be here. Well, there's, there's, we're excited to talk to you because this uh, this international signing period, this is something that seems like it really, really went well for you guys. Uh, what, what's your overall assessment of, of, of how things went? Yeah, I, I think that we uh, added some impact talent uh, this week. Uh, we've got a really, group, uh, really good group coming in, uh, spread it out uh, between position players and pitchers. And uh, I think that we will have some more signings in the upcoming weeks. So we're really excited to add this group. I think it's exciting when you look at, uh, you know, and rankings sometimes aren't the most accurate things, particularly for players that are young players. But when you talk about the top five prospects in the international class, it hasn't been a long history of the Reds being involved in this. And one of the guys that was signed was Ricardo Cabrera, a shortstop from Venezuela who was ranked by most as the third best international prospect in the class. How exciting is it to sign a player of that caliber? Oh, it's really exciting. Uh, And I credit our staff, um, you know, not only in Venezuela on the ground, but also our cross-checking staff. They did a a great job, uh, not only with Ricardo, but with the other players that we have coming in. Uh, But you're right. Anytime you can add a, a player of Ricardo's caliber to your organization, um, you know, I think everyone has to be excited uh, about that. Uh, you, you, as Jim said, he's, he was rated by uh, Baseball America, MLB Pipeline, the number three prospect in this class. But uh, what is it that really stands out about him? You know, I think Ricardo's got a chance to impact the game in a number of ways. Uh, you, you hear the term five-tool player thrown around uh, probably more than it should. Uh, but Ricardo has the tool set. He's got uh, near major league average or above average tools right now. Uh, and the most exciting part of his game is his bat. 
Um, you know, I think that we're going to give him every opportunity to, to stay at shortstop. And we think that he can, we think that he can do that. Uh, but if he is forced to move to a different position, we think that he'll have the, the hit tool and the power um, to play wherever he ends up. How nice is it now you, when you normally are signing shortstops, how many times have we heard great athlete, above average defender could defend at the major league level right now? We hope his bat will come around, but with Ricardo, you talk about his bat first and hitting line drives and perhaps having that power element. Who knows if he's going to stay at shortstop? But to me, it opened my eyes like, oh, we got someone that can hit already and is a plus bat. How exciting is that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, when you throw around the term can play major league shortstop right now, I think sometimes we get a little loose with that. Uh, there are mm-hmm. only 30 major league shortstops, and it's, a, it's an incredibly hard position to play well. Uh, but you're right. Ricardo's bat uh, is, is certainly advanced um, for his age, and uh, we, we think he's going to hit the ground running. We think he's going to go into the Dominican Summer League this year and and um, you know prove to everyone why he is a top five player in the class. A lot of people, and and you can't really put a timeline on it, but uh, you know you hear these names, and then it's it's several years before a guy gets the big leagues. Uh, you talk about a lot of his tools being major league ready. Are there some guys when you see him, you think, all right, well this guy's got a chance to move a little quicker than the rest? Would he fit into that category? And are there some other guys in this class that might? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, having major league tools and being major league ready are two different things. Um, you know, you, the tools stand out in a workout. Uh, you can. You can throw a major league average on the arm or the glove, but, um, you know, the real separator is when it comes to playing the game. And I think that these kids will dictate their own timeline. Uh, It's sort of unfair to to compare him to uh, some of the young star shortstops in the major leagues because everyone has a different path. And and I think Ricardo, uh, you know, will will certainly um, move – quickly, uh, but I, I certainly don't want to put a timeline. I think that's unfair right now. Certainly. Well, Trey, a lot, uh, a lot more to ask you about uh, other guys and, and, and the whole international scouting process. want to get into that with you as well if you have time to stick around. We'd, uh, we'd love to have you for another segment if you don't mind. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. We continue our chat with Trey Hendricks. Coming up, this is the Reds Hot Stove League on the Reds Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Welcome back into the Red Sox Stove League. Uh, As always, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. The Reds Pick 6 plan is on sale now and includes an exclusive bobblehead. Plus, you can choose any six 
Reds home games and save up to 25% by now at reds.com slash pick six. With Tommy Thrall, I am the aforementioned Jim Day. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us here on the Hot Stove League. We are talking with Trey Hendricks. He's the director of international scouting for your Cincinnati Reds. And coming off this past week, a very impressive class that they signed, which is a uh, Really been critically uh, applauded. We talked about uh, the top signing, Ricardo Cabrera, and some other guys. And uh, Trey, correct me if I'm wrong on these pronunciations, but Antoine Valencia, Esmith Pineda, an outfielder, uh, some of your other big signings. Um, I want to ask you, though, about I, I understand you, there's a couple of pitchers that are, I don't want to say below the radar, but a couple of pitchers you're excited about in this class. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. We've got uh, a couple in particular that we're excited about. Um, two from the Dominican Republic, uh, Liz Nurkin, Lantigua, uh, right-hander, um, former outfielder. He's only been pitching for about two years now, but he uh, shows tremendous feel uh, for multiple pitches. He's got a three-pitch mix. Uh, his fastball's been up to 93 miles an hour. Um, he's got those starter traits that we look for, uh, just you know, aggressive in the zone, uh, tax hitters, and um, he should be in our Dominican uh, Summer League rotation this summer. So we're excited about his potential. Uh, another one is Nelfri Payano, a uh, right-hander from the Dominican Republic, also a converted guy. He was a shortstop up until about a year ago. Uh, his fastball's also been up to 93, and he's got a, a breaking ball that shows potential to, to be a, eventually above average. Um, so those two out of the Dominican are particularly exciting. Um, and we signed a left-handed pitcher uh, about two days ago from Australia, Ben Walmsley. Uh, he's been up to 91. Uh, secondary is developing, but shows potential. And um, he will most likely uh, come over and pitch in the Arizona Complex League to start. You talk about these guys. You've got guys from the Dominican Republic and all the way over to Australia as well. I mean, th this is um, this is a major undertaking uh, when you're talking about signing guys uh, on an international scale. What what all goes into finding these guys? I mean, do you literally have scouts spread out all over the world? Is every almost every country represented here? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say every country, but um, the baseball playing countries, we try to have uh, at least one scout on the ground there who can kind of funnel us information. Uh, we've got a tremendous cross-checking group uh, in Matt Gasky, David Espinoza, uh, Phil Stringer, and Boomer Prenstein, and they, they're on the road uh, a lot more than their girlfriends and wives probably like them to be, uh, but they do a tremendous job uh, covering what we need to cover. So it's, it's truly a team effort. We've got scouts all over the world on the ground, but, um, you know, we, we couldn't do it uh, by ourselves. It's, it's, it's truly a team effort. You talk about Ben Wamsley signing him out of Australia. I noticed that uh, big Donald Lutz is uh, now who's become really a bigger name in Australia as far as playing, a former Red. Uh, you signed him on as a scout, and he was one of the ones that was uh, instrumental in recommending Ben Wamsley, was he not? Well, yeah, actually, uh, Donald reached out to us uh, maybe a month before Christmas and expressed interest in, in getting his foot in the door and scouting, and we actually had an opening there, so uh, it, it worked out great. Uh, as you said, Donald's a big name in Australia. He's actually not finished playing. Yeah. Um, the Australian Winter League uh, was canceled this winter, but uh, he, he was going to play for the Br Brisbane Bandits, and I believe his goal is to 
play for uh, Australia in the next World Baseball Classic uh, before officially retiring. So, um, you know, he's he's uh, lives in Brisbane and and helps us there. And um, he was the one who handled the signing of Walmsley uh, earlier this week. And, and we're really excited to add Donald. Um, he's got potential as an evaluator and, and certainly being a former Red that played at the major league level uh, is something exciting for our staff. Trey Hendricks is our guest. He is the Reds' director of international scouting. When you bring on a former player like that, uh, what's what's the process like of turning a guy that is used to playing? He obviously knows the game well. Um, how do you turn a guy like that and from baseball player into scout? You know, I think Donald's got a huge leg up. Uh, as you said, he played for a long time all the way up to the major league level. And we've got a lot of people on our staff that are going to help him uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, learning the scout lingo and report writing and, um, you know, everything that goes into being a scout, learning how to travel and, and um, you know, learning how to communicate with families and agents and everything that goes into it. Donald's going to have a lot of help, and, and we certainly expect big things uh, from Donald as an evaluator. And he can uh, scout Germany, too, that baseball hotbed as well. The uh, German-born Donald Lutz, I believe. Um, you, I love you know filing away names. You, you've mentioned some names, some pitchers that maybe were a little bit under the radar. Are there anyone else from this class that we could, in your mind, at least as we stand right now, that you could file away that uh, you know didn't take a lot to sign as far as money goes, but you guys are really excited about maybe having a diamond in the rough. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, first, I'd like to mention Adrian Reyes. He's a, a big, strong switch hitting corner outfielder from the Dominican Republic. Uh, he really impacts the ball from both sides. He's a good athlete with an average arm right now. Uh, profiles in right field uh, and his bat will take him as far as he's going to go. Um, and we believe in the hit tool and the power is going to come. Um, you know, he signed for $180,000, which is not insignificant by any means, but um, you know, we're, we're particularly excited about Adrian and his potential. Uh, and then we've got a, another kid from the Dominican Republic, Carlos Sanchez, uh, utility type left-handed hitter. Um, I think he's going to see a lot, a lot of time at different positions in the Dominican summer league this year. Uh, he can play right field, left field, third base, uh, second base. He can kind of move around the field. So. Well, Trey, certainly appreciate the time. A lot of great stuff on these guys that uh, you signed this week. Congratulations on an awesome international signing class and uh, really, really appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and talk about it with us. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Trey. Absolutely. That is Trey Hendricks. He is the Reds Director of International Good Scouting. class, man. I'm excited. Very. There's a lot to be excited yeah. about this class. When, when the folks around Major League Baseball are talking about it, you've done something right. Yeah. The next guest needs no introduction. The Cowboy, Jeff Brantley, will yes, be sir. on the Reds Hot Stove League when we return on the Reds Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. The Ohio Lottery postgame concert series is back in 2022. Live performances on the field after three games at Great American Ballpark. Don't miss OAR, July 9th. Rev Run and DJ Ruckus, Big Boy and Montel Jordan, July 30th. And Cole Swindell, September 3rd. Tickets are on sale now for these three games only at Reds.com slash concerts. I will be sticking around for two of those three shows. No I doubt. would guess that one of them would be, knowing you, Cole Swindell. Bingo. Who would be the other one? I am pretty fired up to see OAR. Really? Yes. Okay. I I, I enjoy OAR a lot. Very nice. Very nice. So excited about that. Uh, how about you? Big, you're probably sticking around for Rev Run and DJ Ruckus. Yeah, I'll Big be front boy, row. Montel Jordan. I'll be front row. Okay. In fact, they might invite me on stage to do a little DJing. That'd be neat. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I bet you'd be fully capable. I would be, actually. I used to do stuff like that yeah. back in the Did day. Did you? Like party DJ or like well, played music on the radio DJ? Well, both, but I've yeah. done the radio thing. Yeah. I've not done the party DJ. Yeah, I could do a little. This guy probably, for his kids, and they have parties around the pool there in Mississippi. This guy probably Wait, plays. hold on. He's not at a campfire with just he and his horse? I don't think so. Oh, okay. no, no. He's, He's probably of... hanging around the pool right now. Okay. The cowboy, Jeff Brantley, joins us on the stove. What's up, cowboy? How you guys doing? Uh, we're great. How are you? Well, I'm at the baseball field, but I have um, removed myself from that area so I can talk to you guys. Oh, well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> Tommy, you sound like you have a sunburn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? No, actually, for the first time in my life, I used sunscreen, so I didn't get too burned. Wow. Did okay. All right. uh, Man, I'm, I'm sitting here pale white, look like death like normal, and he's all tanned up. Good thing it's radio. Somebody's Is say, it still snowing there? No, but we're supposed to get more tonight. Oh boy, are you uh, are you on the next flight to Cincinnati? <laughs> Come check it <laughs> Not out. Not hardly. <laughs> Not a whole lot of baseball being played here right now, unless it's indoors. So, yeah, I would imagine big old hang with them. Mason on the mound there. Is he uh, is he okay. pitching? Uh, he did yesterday. Okay, just a bullpen, but they're um. They're doing the 21 outs on the field right now, and you can hear the, the moans and groans when they get to about 18 and somebody messes up. <laughs> I love that game. I love that drill. That's beautiful. I do, too. I think it's great for yeah. any any kids Yeah. because it makes them focus. Yep. And, it's pressure, you know, man. If you've got a kid, you know their major issue is trying to focus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What what are some other things about uh, the game that that maybe you you did as a kid, uh, whether it was drills that that you'd like to see maybe used a little bit more, maybe brought back into the game these days? Well, I, I think the part that you hear a lot of major league guys that have done this, and and it sounds so simplistic, but it's just kind of it's kind of gone by the wayside because we have a lot more things to occupy our time or occupy the kids time is throwing the ball against the house, whether it's a tennis ball or whether it's a baseball, not only does that help you by throwing it helped because you have to throw the ball right in order to, to hit the bricks on the house. Otherwise it's going to hit the corner and 
tear them off someplace where you can't catch it. But it helps you understand how to catch ground balls. It helps you get yourself in position. It helps you a little bit from an agility standpoint because you're moving your feet a lot. And I know a lot of baseball players, when they were 10, 11, 12 years old, that's really how they, they got practice away from the field. And if, you, if you're really interested in being good or great, then you have to do something that the other kids are not doing. And you have to do something away from your field of practice in order to make yourself better. Because, I mean, we all know, and if you're around major league players, we know how much repetition is involved in the game, whether it's hitting, catching a baseball, or, or throwing a baseball. And repetition is really what makes you a, a better player. It, it allows you to have that muscle memory. And if you can't, if you can't figure out a way to do that away from the baseball field to get that extra repetition, you're not going to get any better. Yeah, and you don't always have someone to throw with, too. Um, Joey, exactly. Joey Votto told me a, a story that he would throw, do that exact same thing in Toronto, throwing against the brick wall, and it actually helped him because, you know, the weather up there, he had to do it on ice and snow sometimes. Uh, so you kind of do what you, you got to do, and when you have no one to throw with, man, a, a wall will suffice and will help if you do well, it right. Well, as, as we saw through this pandemic last year and part of the early part of this year, I mean, some guys, they, they would turn their hotel room into a, a, yeah. a pitching session. You flip that mattress up against the wall and you start firing baseballs because in, in reality, when it's your job, you figure out a way to get it done. Yep. Uh, that's, there's, there's no doubt about that. Something that I, I, I had uh, on my list to talk to you about uh, is something that that you and I, I don't think, have talked a lot about, um, and that is how you came to the Reds. I'm going to ask you that after a break, but we got. Oh, get what to a, a break. tease! How about that? Oh, wow! <laughs> More with the Cowboy Jeff Brantley on the Reds Hot Stove League, as always, presented by the Holy Grail Banks Budweiser and UDF on the Reds Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Continuing with the Cowboy, Jeff Brantley, as we continue with the Reds Hot Stove League. Across the network, Cowboy, hanging out, watching a little baseball down there in Jackson. How's the weather down there? Give us a, give us a quick weather report where you're at. Well, on, on my car, it says 83 degrees right now. I outside? don't think it's 83, but yeah, outside. But um, it, it's probably in the high 60s right now, but. It's supposed to go down into the high, into the low 30s tonight. Oh so, my goodness! Um, There's going to be yeah. some people that. Out the blanket. Yeah, that's. Honestly, I feel bad for you. Letters. Terrible. <laughs> Badly. Hope you make it. Yeah, that's tough. Gosh, that's going to be challenging. <laughs> You've got the heater. You guys, are, you guys are so bad. You know that's one thing that we never miss. <laughs> uh, hey, I did. I did want to ask you. I, I I started to ask you before the break turned into a tease, but um, uh, you know 
you most people that that know anything about you know that you grew up a big Reds fan and and I love the story you tell about about listening to the Reds games in, in your driveway and but you were drafted by the Giants came out of Mississippi State uh came through the system with them and then got to the big leagues and began your career with the Giants but, but you signed your free agent contract with the Reds once you became a a free agent uh, how much of a factor did the fact that you were a Reds fan growing up play in you signing here with Cincinnati? Well, it was everything. Um, all of my family wanted me to sign with the Atlanta Braves, and I had that. I had that opportunity. It was just that when I when I was deciding between the Braves and the Reds, I had a conversation with then manager of the Braves, Bobby Cox. He had called me. And he had asked me, he said, um, he said, is this something you want to do? I said, well, yeah, I'm interested in it. And he said, well, he goes, what we're thinking about for you is that you'll be a fifth starter, like a swing man. And then, and immediately when he said that, my heart sunk because I did not want to start. I had done that the year before in San Francisco. And that was part of the reason that um, I was not pitching in San Francisco <laughs> anymore. And he said, well, he goes, we'll use you in the bullpen just to get some work in. And I, I just, you know, after my first couple of years in the big leagues, I knew I wanted to close. I knew that that fit my mentality. I knew it fit my uh, ability to, to pitch in short burst. I mean, I was better pitching every day than I was once every fifth day. And, you know, even though all my family from Birmingham and everybody wanted me to play for the Braves, I knew my heart was still in in Cincinnati, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I'm looking at the Reds' promotional schedule this coming season, and you can find that on Reds.com. July 2nd, Super Saturday, presented by Grippo's, the Cowboy Jeff Brantley bobblehead. Now, when you were a little kid trying to get the Reds' radio signal in your driveway, did you ever imagine not only pitching for the Reds, not only closing for the Reds, but... One day you would have a bobblehead. No, I, I can't say that I ever imagined that, um, especially one with a cowboy hat on the top of my head because <laughs> I would have never imagined myself being nicknamed the cowboy at that point in time in my life. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. It, it may, I'll tell you this, Jim. It makes me think man, wouldn't it be cool if my dad was still alive to be able to see this? He would be cracking up. Cowboy hat. Nice. Have you gotten a preview of what it looks like, and what do you think? Um, yeah, I've, I've seen it, and I and I like it. I like the one that they did before, the kind of dual bobblehead yeah. thing. And um, I like this. I mean – Let's be honest. I mean, the Reds don't do bad bobbleheads. I mean, they, they put a lot of thought into it. I think they do a, a great job from the design standpoint, and it's a it's a great addition to your ticket to the ball game. I think it's pretty cool. That's a big weekend too, man, yeah. July 4th weekend, so that's uh, big stuff. Absolutely. That'll be, again, that is Saturday, July 2nd, Jeff Brantley. The cowboy bobblehead. Cowboy hat and all. I'm assuming you're wearing cowboy boots on the bobblehead. Um, I'm I, not, I don't know. I can't remember. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, you better be. If not, I, I'm i going to have a problem with that. Um, 
No, I, I think they are. So there's got to be, got to be. Um, I want to ask you. We were talking earlier about uh, some of the spring training non-roster invitees, and this is a guy that you and I have talked about a little bit, uh, and certainly somebody that that's a little bit exciting. And uh, before we let you go, obviously, got to talk a little pitching with you. Um, everybody's excited about Nick Lodolo and others and, and other big name prospects, but but Graham Ashcraft, we'll see him again this spring. We got a taste of him last year. I know he's a guy you've had your eye on here over the last couple of years. Well, he's a he's a kid from Alabama, and he he throws the ball in triple digits. And, and I think that when you anytime you see triple digits, immediately you think, oh, he he's got a chance. I mean, and and you do. But I think where Graham really made his progress last year was his ability to command the strike zone. I mean, he pitched 43 innings without giving up anything. I mean, he gave up one run, and it was on catcher's interference, I think, if I'm if I remember that correctly. I mean, I don't care if you do that in wiffle ball in the backyard. You only give up one run in 43 innings, you're a stud. And I think the the biggest thing for Graham, as it will be with Hunter Green and some of these other guys, when you get to the big leagues, it's just about a matter of harnessing that adrenaline. And if you can do that, I think you're 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 for sure on your way. Well, not only is he from Alabama, but he also played at this little school in Mississippi called Mississippi State. They play baseball there. They do. Yes, they do. Oh, okay. Where it is on yeah, the street. They do. It, They've got it's a decent a, a program party, there, don't they? The yeah. <laughs> One of the best programs. In yeah, fact. they still partying after the uh, College World Series championship down there. Uh, I think they're. I think they're getting ready to to crank baseball up. So yeah, the the parties have begun again. <laughs> nice. Well, sounds like a good time, Cowboy. Always a pleasure to chat and uh, talk some baseball with you. Thanks for taking some time to uh, join us tonight. Great to hear you guys' voice. Um, hopefully, we'll um, we'll get things started here soon. Bundle up now. We're worried about you tonight. <laughs> yeah. Get down there into the 30s. Make sure you get the uh, down blankets <laughs> out. Extra log on the fire. I want you to get frostbite. Be all right. All right. <laughs> you guys hey, are bad. Take it. Take care, cowboy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take it easy. That's the cowboy, Jeff Brantley. Always a treat to chat with him. We'll wrap up the Reds Hot Stove League when we continue next on the Reds Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back into the Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Show your Reds pride all across the Buckeye State with a specialty Cincinnati Reds license plate. Ohio residents can purchase a license plate featuring the Reds on radio logo. Each purchase represents a tax-deductible donation of $25 to the Reds Community Fund. Order your Reds on radio license plate at oplates.com. That's large. I like that. Yeah. Red Zone Radio license plate. It is. Uh, Jim, I, I'm very curious. You were you were just, uh, we were talking about these concerts earlier yeah. in the show. Um, OAR is going to be at the ballpark after the uh-huh. game against the Rays on July 9th. Rev Run and DJ Ruckus, Big Boy, and Montel Jordan after the game against the Orioles on July 30th. 
and then Cole Swindell September 3rd after the Rockies game. I assume you know who Cole Swindell is. Because I do. you knew I was going to be sticking around for that. Yeah. But I thought for sure you knew a little something about OAR. I but did. here you were playing some of their tunes during the break. I was. I just had to make sure that I had the right group in mind. And do you? Yes, it was. And always impressed when nowadays when they're actually playing instruments. Yeah. No, yes. they play they play instruments very well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I dig that. They're a good band. Uh they were yeah. huge a few years ago. Uh well, mm. I I first heard of them when I was in college, which to me was a few years ago. It turns out, according to the calendar, it was more than a few years ago. <laughs> but they're uh, they're great. I still listen to uh, quite a bit of OAR, so that's going to be a great show. It is. Uh, one of the topics of conversation in the offseason, there's obviously a lot of things being talked about with regards to uh, the game and where it's at, but uh, I, I was looking through uh, The Athletic did their – annual fan survey of what people think and, and they're asking fans what what uh what they're interested in and and i've got to be honest uh the one of the things that keeps coming up is expanded playoffs mm-hmm. and i'm curious what the fan thought is on expanded playoffs did you like it a couple of years ago i think it's it's mixed reviews it really yeah. is one of those things that uh Mixed reviews. Oh, the music's playing. That means we're wrapping up. So once again, you threw it to me with a long answer, needing a long answer, but not having the time for it. Let's just say I'm on the fence about it. However, I do like the fact that it keeps markets interested much longer. I, I gotta I imagine love that part. It will certainly help uh, the tanking issue uh, yes. in baseball, and and I gotta, I, I I do appreciate that. Might be something that we can look forward to in baseball moving forward. We're out of time for tonight. A uh, big thanks to our guest Trey Hendricks, the Reds director of international scouting, the Cowboy Jeff Brantley for Jim Day and the broadcast sheriff Dave Keaton. I'm Tommy Thrall. Catch you next week. Good night.